Welcome to the Team Babe podcast. I'm Robin. And I'm Babe. And I'm Robin. And I'm Babe. <gasps> what? What? What happened there? That's scary. Has, is this 2020 Inception? <gasps> Has somebody been incepted? Where's my fucking, uh, you know, little, little top that I spin? Did it's you take it? It's spinning right now. It's spinning. Has it stopped? No. Round and round she goes where it stops. Nobody <laughs> knows. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm actually Jason. Oh. I don't know if you caught on to that. What, but, a, uh, what a chip. Yeah, I kind of feel like I don't know what to do now. I feel really? like, yeah, you stole my thunder, man. You're like introing shit. You're getting on the mic. You're rapping. Who's mm. the star here? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Who earns the flaming Hot Cheetos in this household anyway? Man, if that's the prize I get for all this, I'll just forget it. <laughs> Indigestion? Check. Uh, uh, radical joyfulness? That's a side effect of Cheetos? No. Well, maybe. It's a side effect of something. What is it? I don't know, Quick, man. tell me so I can do <laughs> it. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. So... Dude, I realized that it's been a while since we did this. I know. Did you notice what? <laughs> I noticed what. Yeah? Yeah. It's been like weeks. It has been weeks. And yeah. um, it, it's weird. This this all felt sort of far away for a minute. Yeah. I mean, it probably doesn't feel like weeks to like all you listeners out there. But it might feel like week. Yeah. Or it might feel weak with a E-A. Okay. Yeah. But that's that's because me. Uh oh. Because because <laughs> I'm weak in the knees. Why? Um. Uh. I don't know. Is it because you don't have your shave ice? It's because certain things are missing from my life. Ah. Uh. Certain things that were acquired for, like a solid stretch of maybe eight to eight to nine days. <laughs> eight to eight point five days. <laughs> Yeah, that we will sh- surely touch on uh, as we talk about the things that we've done recently. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, my, my knees are feeling fine. God damn it. I think I just need to get out and exercise. Yeah, you do? Yeah. Haven't I been saying that all week? I don't know. Have you? Because I haven't been listening. <laughs> <laughs> Did you notice what? Yeah, you got to get in there and like pump some iron, man. Yeah, man, it's inception time. I'm gonna like, go, I'm gonna like figure out how to get Leonardo DiCaprio to trick me into going and working out. Wow, that probably <laughs> wouldn't be much of a trick, you know? If Leonardo DiCaprio just like knocked on the door and was yeah. like, "Hey, Jason, get to the gym," you'd yeah. be like, "Oh my God, Leonardo DiCaprio is here! I gotta go." <laughs> that would be all he'd have to say. Yeah, I'm Gilbert Grape, and he's the that, uh, that <laughs> character that he played in the thing. We could pump iron together. That'd be cool. That's kind of a sad movie, huh? Oh, well, I loved that movie. Was it yeah. sad? Sad. What happened? It had the depth charger in there. Uh, yeah, man. Johnny Depp. That's my character. That's or am your I the character? big fat mom? Wow. You know what? It's been a really long time since I watched that, and somehow I kind of forgot about it. You forgot about but depth charger? I loved that movie. Well, let's watch it again. <laughs> <laughs> Did DiCaprio like win something for that? I think so. Because, you know, like uh, the big kind of crazy, like stupid thing is when some Hollywood star like plays a 
uh, mentally challenged person of some kind, like then they win a thing. Right. I think they're getting away from that now. But then wasn't there that, oh yeah, like they're actually casting, they're trying to represent right. like people who actually have some sort of like maybe a mental handicap. or physical mm-hmm. handicap or disability. But uh, no, I think that he didn't win anything because like wasn't his first Oscar just like last year or something? That's possible. I don't know. I just, when you were talking about him, I was picturing the two of you at the gym and then... Um, Me totally outlifting him? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was picturing you sort of in your bear, you know, size, lifting these giant like dumbbells at him and his little like bean pole, you know, sort of shorty, like shorter stand, uh, you know, kind yeah. of demeanor, lifting like a, a girl sort of a... Dumbbell, you know. Oh, a girly one, like a pink. It's, ra- it's wrapped pink. in pink, like, um, like the ones I have. Rubber. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a two and a half or three pound dumbbell. That's how I keep from becoming the Hulk. You know, I have to stay away from those big dumbbells. And then we, since I'm sort of like big and bear like, and he's sort of a girly man, then we reenact the scene from uh, that movie that he was in, where the bear attacks <laughs> the Revenant. <laughs> the Revenant, yeah. If I saw that happening at the gym, mm-hmm. I would think that there was some kind of gay sex happening. <laughs> you saw like some big guy on top of some skinny dude at the gym, like pretending to be a bear. You'd be like, oh my God, what's happening? Yeah, this is getting pretty homoerotic. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> That's probably not what you intended, but that was what I pictured in my mind. Well, it's just funny because, you know, my nickname is Bear and I'm hanging out with Leo and we're at the gym, you know. Oh, I know. Oh, you know. I wouldn't hang out with Leo at the gym. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, man. Well, what you been up to these days anyway? Like, um, what what do you what have you been doing with yourself? Oh man, you know what? I like quit my job. So cool. Of course now that means I have no purpose in life. Mm, really? <laughs> See, I heard you had a special purpose. <laughs> <laughs> I do have a special purpose. Um no, I, I, I'm not necessarily doing that. It, it is kind of weird, though. We're just coming off this, you know, what they call the holidays. And uh, th- every day feels like Sunday for, like, many, many days in a row. Yeah. Because every time you turn around, there's some kind of holiday or a day off or something, which is nice. But at the same time, it's confusing. Oh, you mean during the holidays? Well, yeah. I mean, but yesterday now- was pretty much the first day. Of, like, stopping the holidays. Yesterday was... Oh, yeah, right, right, right. The, the day second. after, yeah, New Year's Day. Right. So it's like, okay, back to normal, everybody. Like, you're just supposed to snap your fingers and, you know, everything's all right. Tick-tock here. And it just mm-hmm. feels weird that beginning of the year. It's always a little strange, no matter what. Yeah. There's been a lot of rough re-entries. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So we're going to talk about, you know, how we went to Hawaii for Christmas. Well, yeah. Um, and uh, let me tell you, coming back from <laughs> Hawaii <laughs> to the inviting <laughs> confines, I don't know how to say it, of Northern California, far Northern California, where it's fucking cold and I'm wearing socks all the time and my feet are freezing. And my, you know, all the things mm-hmm. that were going right for me mm-hmm. mirror hours before right as in you know the cool breezes and the warm this is and the uh-huh. tasty that's you know are no, are just fucking gone like pull the rug out from under all that great stuff that was happening 
Yeah, I I I think that generally speaking, uh, New Year's Day has always felt like a letdown, and I think when you have um something like you know uh, a big vacation that you've just come off of, you know, or whatever, or maybe you had like an amazing holiday, you know, something or other, like you're just gonna feel this uh sense of emptiness. Yeah, and I this year. Reminded me in a certain way of when we moved to the coast, mm. and it because that was because a year of the time of year. It was a time of year. It was like after Christmas, and I remember by the time New Year's Day rolled around, you know, it was just us. We'd, All was quiet. Yeah, it was really quiet, and yeah. and it's kind of similar this year. And I don't think I really thought about it that way for a while, but uh, I think that's just because there's a lot of change in the air, just like there was then. And mm, you know, and yeah. that's been well, a little more than twenty years ago. <laughs> it's been it's been a good long while. Let's put it that way. Speaking of dates, guess what tomorrow is? Well, I know, but maybe the maybe the listeners would like to guess <laughs> what tomorrow is. <laughs> oh wait. This they would doesn't never know. come out for days after. They would never know anyway. Yeah, well, tomorrow is our twenty third anniversary of being together. Dating, being a couple, two, That's three, right. 23 big ones, motherfucker, <laughs> read them and weep or be joyful. Yeah, I mean, that's a, that's a good long time. Yeah, 23 years is a couple years. I mean, that's getting into the, like, old age or something. <laughs> yeah, our relationship can legally drink. In the state of California, buy lottery tickets. And, and graduate college. Yeah, with like a master's degree <laughs> or something. <laughs> Our relationship has a master's in babeness. Ooh. Yeah. And we got it at the School of Hard Knocks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we did. See the previous 31 episodes for evidence. Um, yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, so it's our 23rd thing and we're going to, uh, we're going to have like a big, um, like extravaganza tomorrow night, big, um, a big like ball. Oh wow. To do. Really? Yeah. I didn't tell you, I wasn't going to tell you this forgot until, to invite me? until now and I forgot to tell you about it, plan it, do it or, and invite mm. you. But this is what's going to happen tomorrow. Mm. It's essentially going to be like. Uh, a fairy tale. <laughs> <laughs> every girl's little dream, or little every oh. girl's little dream, every little girl's fantasy. What is every little girl's true. dream, Bam? Um, yeah, I think. Well, I don't know. Yeah, you, see, <laughs> you would probably have to. You would not, wait. You're not a little girl. Okay, little girls out there who are listening, stop listening because <laughs> we use salty language. Yeah. And you should not listen to that. But um, let us know what your dreams are if you keep listening. I mean, bam. Yeah. So that's the thing. That's the thing about... uh, Me? (laughs) Well, that's the thing about a relationship is that um, we don't do that (laughs) much to other people's dismay. You know, I think that's because we've always been living the dream. And so, what what do we need dreams for? Fairy tales. Fairy tales. That's different than a dream. Yeah. 
I guess, but it's sort of like, you know, a fairy tale is like a dream of a life scenario of some kind, right? Yeah, I guess. It's like, you know, like some lesson or it's some like freaky German people like trying to scare the shit out of kids <laughs> for some reason, <laughs> like terrify children. Well, basically... With stories uh, about old ladies in the woods, like, putting them in an oven and shit. Yeah, those are scary. Yeah. Well, I don't think that's every little girl's fairy tale. Oh, right. Uh, You know? So, like, but is there weird stuff in, like, the ones that are the little girls? Well, sure. Like uh, Rapunzel or, like, uh, uh, Cinderella? Of course, because first you're, like, Does a she slave. she turn into a demon or something? No. Like, no. Well, just the idea that first you're a slave or first you're locked in a tower. And then your end-all be-all will be that Prince Charming will come and release you from this life of, uh, you know, struggle. This and life of wonder. That's the dream. Okay, okay. But I, I, I mean, truly, I don't think I had that dream. You didn't. No. But you were uh you you're you're a unique individual. That's let's a nice put, way to say let's it. Let's put it this way. We have I have some ideas for episodes where we're gonna talk about some of those some of that unique babe flavor. <laughs> <laughs> babe fader flavor. Oh man. Um I feel like this is gonna be like a um Spanish Inquisition or something, you know. No, no, no. I I you know, because I, I you know, I'm weird. Oh yeah. And you got I'm sure you got plenty to say about that. <laughs> so we'll get there. Okay. Yeah, so uh yeah, so anyway, that like tomorrow we're going to like go have lunch together or something. Yeah. Cuz like, you know, we ha- like we don't really have plans for the evening. So we're going to do something kind of low key. Maybe we'll go to dinner. Maybe. Maybe we'll take the kid. You never know. Yeah, hey, we'll see. We'll report back to you on that next week. Okay. And let you know what we did, maybe. Uh, or maybe we won't. <laughs> <laughs> maybe we'll just stop doing this. Maybe we'll just qu- cut, the whole, cut the whole thing. Oh, my god. 32 gosh. episodes and out, baby. Woo! Good thing I'm the producer. Fame. Mm. Fame went right to our heads. We started buying Gulfstream jets, investing in the stock market mm. like crazy fools. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so what do you do to get fired up for an episode of um, of Team Babe? babe? Oh. Because I feel like I need some fire. Oh, you do? Yeah, because you know how uh, the meters sing about there being a fire on the bio? Yeah. There needs to be a fire on this bio <laughs> right here, <laughs> over here on this side of the couch. Well. The studio couch. If you want to know the truth, yeah. you know, it's kind of like, you know how you uh let's pretend you're on stage mm-hmm. i mean you've been on stage way more than i have all the so world's a stage you should be much more familiar with this concept than i am mm-hmm. but you know when they turn the lights on and they count down and then it's time yeah you might be feeling like shit like you know waiting on the side right to but go it on the stage matter once you go on that stage, the jazz hands come out and sparkle motion and full switch, effect. Yeah, that's right. You s- flip the switch and go. Yeah. Is that what I'm doing now? Yeah. How's my sparkle motion level for you? Well, I mean, it was a little bit uh, angry. Oh, right now? No. Oh, earlier? Yeah. 
we had a, a false start or two. Yeah, I mean the the sparkle was definitely in the red zone. You know, yeah, the sparkle was like uh, like little M80s or something like that. But going I mean, off and then getting really bummed out. Like I didn't wear my yellow tracksuit today. I mean, I'll admit it. Yeah, I'm wearing cheetah print. Well, it's pretty close. Close. It's you know. sort of like tan. I mean, not yellow, but people, a cheetah's fast. People have called me evil cheetah in the past, so I suppose that <laughs> all lines up. Yeah, you are sort of an evil cheetah, but uh, yeah, we watched. Uh, we've been watching kind of on a. Uh, we've been kind of on a Quentin Tarantino rewatch kick lately. Well, that's, I would say. Yeah, I think that's that's fair, um, because like it's one of those things where there's a lot of favorites in there. Mm-hmm. But we also try not to wear them out. Yeah. Um. But it's we finally found our New Year's Eve movie. Yeah. Okay. We got the Christmas movie. We got a whole host of Christmas movies. Well, we got the adult Christmas movie. The adult Christmas movie is the Die Hard. Yeah, Die Hard one. Right. Right. We read an article that proved unequivocally that Die Hard is a Christmas movie. So if you don't like that or you disagree, <laughs> just fucking pound sand. I'll post the link to the video. Read it and weep. There are other Christmas movies that have less references to Christmas and Christmas music and everything than Die Hard. Just because it has action, just because it has Hans Gruber, just because it has wisecracks, just because smoking and explosions, it has yippee kaye motherfucker. Just because it has the ultimate love story of a wisecracking <laughs> NYPD detective and his. Uh, African-American uh, police, LAPD police sergeant <laughs> lover. Wait, I thought the real love story was between, you know, that blonde guy and his brother. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's between the audience and that blonde guy. Mm-mm. What's that guy's name? I don't know. Oh, shit, I know that. Johan? I think that's that, that's his name in the movie, but I'm thinking about his real name. Oh, okay. Is he also the uh, like the evil guy or no? He's the bad guy in the money pit or something. Yeah, he's a conductor. Is it the same guy? Yes. Like the the guy who steals Tom Hanks's old lady. Yeah, he's the Tom Hanks maestro. The maestro. Mm-hmm. He's Yanni. Yeah. I, <laughs> we know another maestro. We do. We or do. two. Yeah, we know a maestro. <laughs> Remember the maestro in uh, Seinfeld? No. Maestro, he insisted on being called oh, maestro. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was good. I just remember that, too. There's another maestro for you. Yeah, so anyway, we watched, uh, to, you know, a uh, short story long, we watched some Kill Bill tonight. Kill Bill 1, we finished it. But our but our New Year's Eve movie is you know, Pulp Fiction. Yes, I just banged my <laughs> microphone on my foot on purpose. Why? I don't know. It's sort of like a punctuation. Oh, okay. Sorry about that, guys. Sorry about those ears. So, yeah, moving on. Oh, yeah. So, uh, Pulp Fiction. Yeah. That was fun. That was good. We didn't finish it on New Year's Eve. No. Did we? We didn't. We were so tired. Yeah. Because we just got back from the islands, man. And <laughs> <laughs> we've only had six or seven days to readjust to that two-hour time difference. I'm still on island time, throwing man. Throwing us off. You know what? I think I'm going to be on island time for the rest of my life. 
<laughs> but yeah, to get babe fired up because, you know, she's feeling a little, little, you know, low energy. I, on the other hand, am feeling so super high energy. But uh, we watched some Kill Bill and uh, babe put on the yellow um, leather Bruce Lee <laughs> Beatrix kiddo, uh, you know, uh, sword fighting jumpsuit. I'll tell you, when this movie came out, uh, I spent some time on eBay uh, finding that particular tracksuit. And Did I you was, find one? Yeah. And I was going to be Beatrix Kiddo for Halloween. And uh, this was back when it came out in like 2003 or whatever it was, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember mentioning to my dad that, can I borrow your... Um, does he have a katana? Yeah. Can I borrow your katana sword for my Halloween costume? Oh my God. And no he, fucking way. Oh, yeah. And he was like, well, I don't really think that you should use a real sword for your Halloween costume. And I was like, why? I'm like, I was like, I'm not going to use it. He was like, well, I've seen some pictures of you when you go out on Halloween. Oh, my God. And Seriously? I don't, oh, yeah. And he was like, I, I wouldn't feel right. About giving you, uh, you know, a real sword on Halloween. I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah, well, thinking back to a few choice Halloween memories, maybe that's the best. That was the one. The that was like the one time that. But my I think dad you could have handled it. Had like dad logic, and I was like, Whoa. I guess. Oh, interesting. But still, it's sort of a buzzkill. It's like I'm not gonna fucking get anybody with the <laughs> knife. Jeez, dude, cough it up. So I never got the jumpsuit, but now I kind of regret it. Although yeah. you know, now it probably wouldn't fit because I'm well, such a fat ass. You just get a bigger <laughs> one. <laughs> I mean, think about how tiny Bruce Lee was in that thing, you know. And that like, like whatever her name is, Uma is like huge compared to to him. Well, yeah. Or whatever. Huge. She's, still, she's got like the scrawniest, skinny ass I've ever seen in my whole entire Huge life. Huge in height, not yeah, yeah, wide. She's tall and lanky. Yeah. I, I used to be sort of lanky, you know, like yeah. in eighth grade. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You'll get there again, babe. Oh. You'll get back to eighth grade lankiness. Oh, man. I'm going to work on it. <laughs> Yeah. So anyway, uh, I didn't want I don't want this to be a Quentin Tarantino movie riffathon, but I was just curious about what you thought about the that movie. Which one? The one we just watched, Kill Bill, Kill Bill One. Because you know, I know, uh, I I would say before watching it again, like last night and tonight, that I would have put it up there as one of my top Quentin Tarantino movies. Yeah. I think nope. Really? Not anymore. What changed your mind? I think just like, you know, rewatching other ones recently, uh, Pulp Fiction, um, Jackie Brown. Uh-huh. We watched uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah. Uh, like for the second time recently. Uh, any others? I don't think I've, yeah, I've watched any of the other ones. Um, I just, it's like, it's not as good, man. I think you, I think like it was sort of like a, kind of a wild experiment like sort of gone a little bit sideways at least this first one i do remember the second one being better so i'm really curious to watch kill bill 2 again and see what i think about that because mm-hmm. i feel like there's just a lot of like cheesy kind of parts of it that are cheesy on purpose but it's almost like too much mm. like when she's spanking the yakuza <laughs> guy, <laughs> guy with the katana it's like supposed to be funny okay but it's not i don't know yeah 
I don't know. Mm. What, yeah. Anyway, I asked you and then I didn't let you answer. <laughs> <laughs> let me just explain how you feel about Kill Bill 1. The story of my life. Um, no. Uh, I, Have I you think heard about this Oak Island? Hmm. Uh, <laughs> let's not. Uh, <laughs> I think, like, for me, uh, it will always sort of be one of my favorite movies. Um, I think just because there is something sort of unexpected about Uma coming back into a Tarantino movie as a completely different character, you know, she's mm-hmm. sort of this kept woman, um, you know, married to a mobster and all this stuff. And then you get to see her on the other side, just like, you know, she has nothing to lose. So she's just, uh, She's in the red zone like all the time. Yeah, she's just exterminating rats. I think the, for me, I think those movies like uh, killer parts will always be the knife fight when the kid comes home from school. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the first scene, opening scene yeah. is like really choice. Yeah. And um, for me, the weak part of uh, Kill Bill is the animated mar- part. I just, oh, really? Yeah. I like the animated part. To me, it feels unnecessary hmm. uh, to the story a little bit. Um, I think there's a lot of shoehorning in of different things that, like, he felt had to be in that movie, probably. Yeah. Like, I don't know. That's that's what I kept just kept thinking about watching that. And I'm sure, like, yeah, the, the anime uh, part is sort of like that. But also, like, okay, there's the part of the sword fight, at, you know, with the crazy 88 where they're in the, the room and then somebody turns the light out and then it's the silhouettes or whatever you know but that's also to make it so you don't realize it's not really uh uma you know um yeah yes and no i mean like i think that there's just like a lot of tokyo uh like japanese stylized stuff in there i think you're just like so heavily influenced by that kind of japanese um like iconic kind of style that he couldn't help himself. You know, it's like, well, of course I'm going to do black and white. I'm going to do color. I have to do this yellow suit. I'm going to put everybody on a grid where it's, you know, the lights are out and you're in silhouette because I can, I, I think the other part that kind of saves everything is the snow scene, uh, where she fights, over yeah. in Ishii in the snow in the uh, Zen garden. Mm-hmm. Um, that is particularly, uh, I guess, substantial for me. Mm-hmm. And um, when I did my brief martial arts classes. Yeah. And oh, that, yeah, yeah. You had to do the meditation part. Mm hmm. Now, I'm familiar with all these different forms of meditation. Yeah. You know, I mean, I'm not a dum-dum. I understand that meditation is supposed to be a clearing of your mind. Right. You're not necessarily supposed to go to a certain landscape or place. But you can. Well, right. You can do whatever the fuck you want, dude. <laughs> so, what did I do in uh, my meditation in martial arts class? I went to that snowy Zen garden and instead of having a you know a knife fight or whatever, uh, I uh, when she opens the sliding door, she comes out with no knife to no one. Oh, you're you're imagining this whole thing? Oh happening? yeah. Okay. That I'm I'm so Uma. So Ishii isn't in there. That's right. 
So she just goes out there and then she meditates? She she goes out ready to fight, right? Uh-huh. But when she opens the door, she realizes that no one's there. Oh. She doesn't need to fight. That's so deep, man. So she just like leaves her sword inside. And then she walks out into the snow. She closes the door. There's no one to fight. And there's only the little water fountain out there. Mm, slowly filling up and then em- automatically emptying when and it gets too he- top heavy. The snow falling. And we all know how quiet it is when the snow is falling. And that's it. And when you can leave your sword inside, that means you don't have to keep fighting. Mm. And so that that was like the end of class? Yeah. In the beginning? Was it the same thing happened in the beginning? Or would it be like a reverse thing where you would come up out of the snow and then grab your sword and then run out into nope. the thing to cut legs off of the crazy idiot? <laughs> no. In, in meditation, there was no fighting. Okay. See, that'd be sweet if you're like meditating, but you're like really doing all these fucking cool like moves and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, I don't think. Yeah. I guess maybe it's so just like a mood thing for me. It's a it's a visual thing for me. I get it. I get all the cool. Like the visuals are cool. I think it's just like maybe part of it is. I think it's been a while since I've I've seen it, but yeah. Not a super duper long time, but also I've seen it a number of times, but not any more than I've seen the other Quentin Tarantino movies, you know? So I don't know. Maybe I'm just getting a little tired of it. Mm. And also like I can see now that the martial arts stuff is like, it's really cool. And I loved it when I like the first few times that I saw it, but now I'm like, okay, (laughs) (laughs) like, you know, I get it. She hmm. she, she kills everybody. Okay. Probably too much of a fantasy for you. It is. It's a bit too too but wild. I love fantasy. Give me fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> Give me shelter from the storm. I don't even know what I'm saying now. Yeah. So anyway, uh that is the Quentin Tarantino corner. Um we have some uh some really cool segment music that we're going to not put in there. <laughs> to announce the Quentin Tarantino segment, a new segment that we will be doing every week. Mm. Wow. <laughs> well, you know, I was thinking about one other place that's been influenced by uh, the country of Japan. Oh, yeah? What's yeah. that? Um, Hawaii. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would say that's true. The land of the midnight sun, I think they call it. <laughs> oh, wait. <laughs> No, no, that's um, Alaska, <laughs> <laughs> Norway, Sweden, Finland, all right, Siberia. All right, all right. So we went to Hawaii. Yeah, man, we went to fucking Hawaii, dude. It was awesome. It was so good. So yeah, I guess that's all we need to say about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So what was your favorite part of uh, going to Hawaii? Any standout moments? It was interesting to be back after so long and to kind of um, compare the memory with the now, you know, a little bit here and there. Definitely had some like little memory flashbacks in certain places. Huh, um, that's a trip. It is. It's strange. The Kona Airport. Um, yeah. 
Because that's the location of the infamous picture that I still haven't seen. Yeah, my first memory. Your first memory. Um, the waterfall in Hilo. Um, yeah, I definitely had some like. Did you guys went there. Yeah, I know my mom said we didn't go there, but we did. She's just not remembering. She's not remembering. Yeah. We'll 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 pull out those photos and you can check them out. Oh, that'd be good. Um, yeah, my favorite part was probably um. Snorkeling, actually. That's amazing. Which is really kind of weird because because you said you'd never get in the, in the water, well, in the ocean, right? Ever <laughs> again. And the only other time I've really been swimming in the ocean was in Hawaii. Okay. So and that was the last time I was there. And was that the last time you swam in the ocean? Yeah. Except for what, like maybe North Carolina or something. I didn't swim, though. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, I got out there. I was still kind of standing. Like, I'm not... I wasn't out there swimming, swimming. Uh, You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Feet off of the... Yeah, no. Off of the bottom. Not really. Yeah. So, that's a big... That's a big deal. It is kind of a big deal. And it was funny because I didn't really have a lot of, like, anxiety about it. Did you think you were going to do it? No. You thought you were not going to do it? Yeah. I thought... what persuaded you? I, I don't know. I just, uh... The particular place where we were snorkeling, um, you know, it's kind of a cove sort of shape, yeah. you know, and it was kind of protected from the open ocean. So there's something about that for me. It's like, well, if it feels kind of um, shallow, if it feels sort of protected, I don't know. And I think that's just psychology because obviously it is the ocean. <laughs> sure. It's the ocean. And like a few days later yeah. when we went back there, there was a sign that clearly said that there, there had been a shark sighting. Yeah. Which I've never seen that before on any beach I've ever been uh-huh. to. Um, but yeah. So like, I don't know. It just seemed safe. Well, you know, it kind of is. <laughs> It's kind of safe in the same way that if you go walking around in the forest, you're probably not going to get bit or eaten by a bear. And I don't have any real fear of that. So Right. So if you go in the water, there's a lot of creatures in there and stuff, but not all of them are sharks. And even if there are sharks, they kind of maybe are probably not interested in you most (laughs) of the time. Yeah, it's funny because even as I was hearing myself breathing in the snorkel, which is like another one of my like big like uh trigger like panic triggers like really? yeah uh i somehow was able to like logically like let that go in the moment That's cool yeah cuz at first you were kind of like staying right around this little this little cove area and then i was like hey you got to come out here and check this out cuz i found this area where it was a lot more colorful and there was this coral and bigger mm-hmm. fish and stuff like that and you were like, I don't know, I'm going to kind of stay here, stay around here. And then you ended up going out there anyway. Yeah. So. And I think part of it, too, is it, it probably helped that Charlie wanted to snorkel. Mm-hmm. And I did not want to be <laughs> all like, um, you know, a bad example. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think it was important to make sure that Charlie's first experience yeah. with that was like a positive one. Right. Or whatever. And yeah, you guys did great. I mean, it was my first time snorkeling in, like, you know, legitimately snorkeling in, yeah. the, like, I guess in the ocean. Yeah. Like, I've snorkeled in the pool and at the lake or whatever. Sure. But that's yeah. bullshit. Me too. I've done that too. You know, um, but yeah, that was definitely a huge, a 
huge um, favorite part for me, too. All, I mean, just all the colors. And I mean, this is all the shit that everybody who's ever been snorkeling in Hawaii <laughs> or any cool, like, tropical location right. says. But, like, it is f- so cool, man. It is, yeah. And there, it's just like, I realized that, and I'm sure I would get, not tired of it or whatever, but like the novelty would sort of wear off a little bit and then you'd have to find other stuff to do. But I would be in the water all the time if I lived there. Yeah, I realize that too because I, I do love to swim, but mm-hmm. I have such a hard time swimming um, here because I I can't swim in chlorine because I'm like physically allergic to it. And then if I can swim in the lake, but um, I don't know. The, yeah. the lake has problems with like algae and things and it's just not always a very appealing place to be mm-hmm. <laughs> ducks and i don't know there's a lot of gross stuff in the lake these yeah. days it wasn't always that way um and so the ocean actually was it was like kind of especially because it was kind of warm mm-hmm. uh easy to swim in so it was like yeah i i miss swimming yeah. I guess is right. the bottom line. <laughs> right. Cause I, I did a lot of swimming as a kid. Right. And yeah. And so you can't really swim in chlorine pools right. and stuff and the lake's not appealing, but yeah, the, but I the, would swim. the ocean is enough. Yeah. And it's so cool. Right. And there's so many fish right. and they're so brilliantly <laughs> colored. There's all this cool shit to look at. Yeah. And it's good exercise and it's like, I don't know. It just makes you it makes you feel or it makes me feel like this connection or something to the earth or some something. Some, like you're just some sort kind of, of mushy thing like that. Yeah, some kind of <laughs> fucking bullshit, man. Whatever, dude. Chaka bra bra. No, I, I agree. I feel the same way. It it made me remember uh why I was so hot on trying to be a marine biologist and mm. all that stuff. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. That was that was awesome. Uh, so, uh, snorkeling wise, what did you think? Was your favorite Richardson over on the Hilo side, or did you like Two Step better? What was your What was your thing? Because we did we snorkeled. Charlie and I snorkeled in three different locations. We snorkeled a bunch at Richardson where you yeah. did too. We we all snorkeled at uh, Two Step. Yeah. And then Charlie and I snorkeled at the White Sand Beach that was over uh, north of the Kona Airport. Yeah. Um, yeah, like, uh, I think that, um, even though two step was bigger and had like more, you know, it had more stuff, I guess, to see mm-hmm. a little more variety. It was deeper. It was deeper. Um, I actually think I, Richardson's was my favorite. Yeah. Um, and I think that that was a more because it felt a little more protected and it was a little bit easier to kind of like hang out at and there were fewer people and there was fewer people yeah yeah it was a really busy day at two-step yeah two-step was awesome too but yeah i think i liked richardson yeah and i liked uh you know there's this cool thing uh where like there's you know water that comes up like fresh water springs and stuff like on whatever under the ocean mm-hmm. <laughs> and so like at richardson especially you'd see these areas where it looked all like oily w- wavy or wavy or whatever and that was like the cold fresh water like mixing with the salt water or whatever um and causing that visual difference in the in the in the water and yeah, stuff that was cool. i don't know it was awesome and then you know i i think spending more time at richardson too like we went there more times mm-hmm um, and there are the turtles there. We didn't get to swim with turtles there. I, I did. 
Oh, you did? Yeah. There was a turtle that was in the water when I was swimming. Oh. Yeah. I think I missed that. Yeah. Just briefly. Yeah. It was just cruising through Mm -hmm. or something. Yeah. So Charlie and I, you know, there were turtles there, but they were kind of over in the tide pool area. Yeah. Or whatever. And that was really cool, but we weren't necessarily swimming with them. We were just like going over there and checking them out in that little area. But then you got to swim with them there. And Charlie and I did at the White Sand Beach. Yeah. That we went to, the name of which I can't remember off the top of my head. Um, but, uh, yeah, that was super cool, man. Yeah. Getting to swim with the, the turtles. They're just, like, doing their thing. They don't even care. Charlie, like, accidentally, like, hit one with his with his fin. And it's just like, yeah, whatever, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it's totally cool. Just keep on swimming. It happens when you got big-ass flippers. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. It made me want to get snorkeling gear, but then I'm like, well, am I going to use it here? I mean, I guess, I guess. I I think. uh, Like in a creek or something. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? I I have to tell you, like, I have a really hard time snorkeling in the lake. Yeah. Because you think you'll see like an arm in there or something. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, geez. But, I mean, I know there's arms in there. Well, yeah. Legs, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean, I, I know mean, that that's true about the ocean, but too. But there are in the ocean, right? I, but, yeah, but it's a bigger body of water. I have some <laughs> strange logic, yeah. Yeah, you do? Yeah. Yeah. Well, so, yeah, that's definitely one of the favorite things for me, too. But there was a particular moment that is my favorite memory of our trip to Hawaii. Oh, Yeah, and... Uh, uh, guess what? It has to do with food. <gasps> no. <laughs> <laughs> so we went to uh, we went to Hilo, like you know, like a lot, yeah, or whatever, to go to the uh, farmers market um, there, the Hilo farmers market, and get papayas, which mm. is my new favorite um, thing ever. I'm really bummed that I don't live in the tropics where I can get fucking papayas <laughs> whenever I want for a reasonable amount of money. Mm. <sighs> so pissed, man. But that's not the that's not the moment. Okay. Me being pissed Good. about not getting papayas. Okay, I'm glad cuz that'd be dumb. The moment is the shaved ice or shave ice as they like to put on signs. Yeah. That we got uh that was right next to the Hilo Farmers Market. Mm. Like we we all went we went to the market, we got the fruits, mm-hmm. we got all the stuff or whatever. Yeah. Giant avocados. Tons of papaya. Like we spent, I don't know, ten bucks or fifteen yeah. bucks to get like a backpack full of fruit mm-hmm. that was just like the most delicious ever. Anyway, then we get shave ice. Yeah, and we're just sitting there, and I got uh, um, strawberry mango with uh, you had the real the <laughs> you figured out the best way to get shaved ice, which is with uh, macadamia nut ice cream. In the middle. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I got that. I learned my mm-hmm. lesson of not getting that the first time. Right. And got that. <clears throat> and uh, I'm just sitting there, like, enjoying it. We're all sitting there together. It's, like, nice and warm. Probably, mm-hmm. like, close to 80 degrees. A little overcast, but a little sun peeking through, too. And it's just, like, sort of lightly, lightly sprinkling. Mm-hmm. You know? And I'm just kind of sitting there looking at the sun rays like filtering through the clouds and like eating my shaved ice and like being together with my family and just like dude i am like ultimately contented right now this is it 
Yeah. Like wow. it doesn't get any better than this. <laughs> like, and I had that realization in the moment, which was really nice for me because, yeah. you know, a lot of times, a lot of us, uh, me included, especially suffer from never being in the moment, you know? Yeah. Or yeah. whatever, because we're thinking about other shit or like yep. worried about something. Or sure. Have other things on our mind than enjoying what we have right now. And it's pretty s- fucking simple. Yeah. <laughs> Just go to Hawaii, go to Hilo, <laughs> get, get the shave ice, have your family there. They're not being dicks or anything. Right. Everybody's all good. <laughs> For five minutes. Eat the shave ice <laughs> and sit there and enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do it now. Uh, and you'll be glad you did. Yeah. So that's my memory. Okay, cool. I mean, I think for me, um, I, I enjoy that too. I mean, like that was, that was a nice moment. It was like a peaceful moment. I think for me, being in the water though is probably where I felt more in the moment. I definitely felt a lot of that in the water too, Mm -hmm. but, um, not, I don't know. Some, there was something about that moment, man. Yeah. For me, but we did all kinds of crazy, like awesome stuff too. We like we were on the Big Island mm-hmm. of Hawaii. We stayed near the Hilo side, the east, like kind of southeast corner of the island. Yep. Uh, we went to all kinds of different beaches. We saw black sand beaches. We swam at Richardson in the black, you know, sand. Yeah. We uh, did the turtle thing. We drove all around the island. We probably put like. A thousand or twelve hundred miles on that rental car yep. over, the, over the course of our you know week plus plus a day and a half. Yep. Um, we saw the white sand beach. You know, we saw all these waterfalls. Like mm-hmm. um, you mentioned, uh, Rainbow Falls mm-hmm. earlier. Like that was crazy. Mm-hmm. Like you just in this little city, which is like a major city. It's the capital of the Big Island of Hawaii, Hilo. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know, you drive, like, five minutes up this little hill, and then there's this awesome parking lot. You park, and then you walk 20 feet, and there's, <laughs> the, like, the biggest, most spectacular waterfall that you've seen with, like, millions of gallons of water rushing <laughs> over this. Like, it is just nuts, man. Yeah, it's like um, being so in the... So lush and beautiful. Romance in the stone. You yeah. Know? It's, like, total jungle. With zero effort. Yeah. True. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then we walk over and we check out this little trail that kind of goes up, up the river or creek or whatever the hell this thing is. And like, there's this gigantic banyan tree that you can't even possibly get the, um, the scale of in pictures. Mm -hmm. It's just huge, dude. Mm -hmm. I mean, just amazing. Yeah. So there's that. Then we drive around kind of like the northeastern corner of the island. We see all this beautiful lush like it starts to get maybe a little richer or whatever as it gets mm-hmm. toward toward the kind of more ranching areas and the more upscale farming areas. Just amazing coastline, amazing colors and all this stuff. And um, we see Akaka Falls, mm-hmm. which is huge, 442-foot sheer drop of water. And these there's these fucking fish and other creatures that, like, climb up this waterfall. <laughs> I found that very this, bizarre. Totally bizarre. Um, yeah, that sounds like a joke, but it's true. Yeah. <laughs> I guess we're just like nerding out on tourist shit about Hawaii, but it's like well, nerd I mean, worthy. I, I don't think that this experience 
felt particularly touristy to me. Mm. Um, I actually think because we stayed in an Airbnb, because we stayed in a part of the island that wasn't um, right next to the airport or in a resort, you know, I, I think that we got a more uh, real experience than maybe some other people do. Uh, we weren't at the Hilton, you know, yeah. know what I mean? Like We cooked at the yeah. Airbnb, you yeah. know, like we ate maybe one time out a day. I think we tried to experience the both parts, yeah. you know, like see the, um, cause I don't have a problem with touristy stuff. No. Um, but I do have a problem with like, if that's all you do, you know, if you just stay within the safe zone, you know, of your hotel or something, yeah. that's boring, mm-hmm. you know, even if you are in a beautiful place. That was my problem with going on the cruise Yeah, was that you could never really get away uh, from the cruise, you know? And especially on Hawaii, there's, like, no reason to do that. It's right. like everybody, it's so friendly. It's so low-key. Yeah. It's so yeah. beautiful. Like, no, like, okay, people drive, like, like five miles per hour <laughs> under the already <laughs> slow speed limit. So, like, yeah. build in some time, you know, to get right. there. But, like, that takes a while to compute. Because, mm-hmm. like, we go 10 over as, right. a, as a rule. Right. Being, like, you know, whatever. In a rush. In a rush, Californians, yeah. you know. <laughs> you're on the 405, taking the 405 to the 101 and all this sure. shit, you know. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing here? Um, and, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's got it's got the flavor, man. But there's no there's nothing to hide from or get, get away from. Like, no. maybe there is. Like, if you, I'm sure, like, if you did something stupid and pissed off, like, some native Hawaiian people. Oh. Sure. They'd probably like kick your ass or give you some shit, but everybody was super friendly. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah. Um, it was interesting to me uh, also to be in this tropical place during the holidays. Mm. Um, I had never spent a Christmas holiday in a in a tropical place. Right. Uh, so that that presented its own interesting dynamic. I guess, you know, because certainly I had forgotten all about Christmas <laughs> pretty much by the time Christmas rolled around because, yeah. you know, we'd done our Christmas we'd with our done, families, yeah. you know, celebrating before we left. And I, um, yeah. And so being there just felt like, oh, well, Christmas is long gone, you know, <laughs> like this is you know, where, I don't know, yeah. every everything about whatever December is and whatever I was doing for work and all that kind of stuff uh, felt very far away. Yeah, that which was dastardly nice. dense December. Went like it got. We got. We yeah. packed December into like <laughs> a week and a half. Right. And then you know, including Christmas. Right. And then at one point you were like, "I wonder." You said something about <laughs> where are all the after Christmas sales, <laughs> and it was like December twenty third. <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, we haven't oh, had Christmas that's right. yet. Christmas hasn't happened." So, but yeah, so being in Hawaii, even though people had Christmas decorations up and all that sort of thing. It, it was like a total disconnect for me. Yeah. It was like, <laughs> there's no Christmas here. <laughs> um, we did watch Christmas movies. I mean, we did, you know, like we kind of did Christmassy things, but not exactly. And so yeah. on Christmas day, I, I was kind of like, well, I wonder if there'll just be no one out and about, like the beach will just be empty or, the town will just be totally shut down or whatever. There were tons of people out on the beach. And, yeah. and then we had Indian food yeah. for Christmas dinner. Delicious and Indian food. It was delicious. And I thought, well, maybe we'll be the only ones at the restaurant. Nope. No. 
thing was packed. And it wasn't just packed with people who don't celebrate Christmas. Yeah. I mean, it was packed with white people. Yeah. So, you know, like, it, it just kind of said to me, like, oh, there's this whole other thing that happens on Christmas right. for people that get away from Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> or people, you know, and, and made me realize, too, that, that there's that, but there's also, like, when you live in the tropics yeah where it's not like you have you have like two seasons you have a rainy season and a not rainy season yeah. it's like all these holidays you know that we typically celebrate the springs the thanksgivings mm-hmm. the halloweens and the christmases or whatever are all sort of like based around like these equinoxes and uh, solstices mm-hmm. and all this stuff these seasons that don't exist there. So it's like, mm-hmm. I really doubt like the native Hawaiian people had like a winter celebration. I don't know. <laughs> and I'll probably do some research on this and get back to you. But yeah. like, I don't, I, I doubt don't they had like a Christmas. Focus. Yeah, no. Yeah. Like, so yeah, it was really cool. Like we just go to the beach and there's all these people and like, you know, obviously many of them are locals and mm-hmm. many of them are not locals. Right. And like people are just out in the water, like cruising around. There's a shark sighting, you know, I like know it's it didn't seem to stop anybody though. Didn't Everybody stop anybody. Didn't in stop the water. Me. <laughs> yeah. Because just cause you see a, see a shark doesn't mean like it's dangerous. No. Necessarily. Or any more dangerous if you didn't see a shark. No, it's just unusual for a shark to come in so close to the shore. That's all. Did you see at that one point where the lifeguard paddled out and talked to that guy who was spearfishing? Yeah. Because he was like telling him about like the, there the, the, it was like a black tip. I kind of overheard them talking. Oh. It was a black tip reef shark. And, uh, it was acting aggressively toward that guy or, oh. or you know, around that guy. Oh. Which but is why he was up on that rock and stuff like that, and the guy paddled out to go talk to him. Oh, well, that makes a lot of sense, though, because when you're spearfishing, you're killing fish, and fish make uh, certain motions when they're hurt, hmm. and that attracts sharks. Oh, okay. So, you know. But the way they were talking about it, and the vibe I got, was that this was very unusual. Yeah. For the, for it, for there to be a shark sighting, but more so than that, like for the shark to be acting aggressively. Yeah. yeah, and that maybe has to do with what people are doing in the water. Yeah, so Merry Christmas, you filthy animal. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. shark, you filthy shark animal. Um, I Whoa. think reef sharks are are pretty aggressive, generally speaking, but this is me. Oh, hey, man. Well, I haven't talked to any recently. So I've done know. my research, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> You're on high <laughs> alert for the reef shark. <laughs> Yeah, so it was. It was a trip being out there um, on, uh, you know, Christmas holiday where we're so used to doing other things. The whole thing, the whole trip was a trip, man. Like, <laughs> I mean, being in the tropics, dude, I I just kept thinking, why did anybody leave this? Why, right. What, so what, what was up with the crazy bastards, you know, our, like, ancestors right who were like hey this place is great but i'm sure there's this other great place if we like totally do all this crazy shit to get up to this place where it also snows (laughs) and like there's no sun so we don't get any vitamin d well yeah but you have to remember that our actual ancestors if you're talking about the people that came from europe to like what is now the united states would have come from a cold place to a cold place like those people would have forgotten. No, that's all. what I'm saying. They're loco. 
they would have forgotten all about the tropics or even didn't even know it existed at that point. No. Whoever their relatives were that may have lived in the tropics at one time. I'm not talking relatives, man. I'm talking about ancestors. Oh, okay. <laughs> so these are like people that lived in the tropics. It's not like my great-grandfather lived in the tropics and then, you know, my grandfather moved up here. I'm talking like <laughs> over the course of like many, many thousands, millions of years and generations of yeah. people like migrating. I know. So what kind of idiot migrates away from that? Where you got all this plentiful fish it's you know and food from the ocean there's all kinds of beasts all around you can kill and eat that you can fucking (laughs) (laughs) there's fruit like you got tons of vitamin d you're healthy as fuck (laughs) (laughs) just like me your skin is like clear moisturized your lips dude i since i got back my my like the bottom lip the middle of my lip is like split open it's all dry i'm like Dude, I didn't have to put on any lip stuff one time while I was there. That's true. I mean, my skin was moisturized. My scalp cleared up. Like the little crusty areas in my (laughs) ear creases got better. My toenails cleared up. Like, dude, if I was there, I feel like I would be like healthy in no time. And I was reading this article. I I think it was while I was there. Like I saw this article that was talking about vitamin D deficiencies Mm -hmm. and sunscreen and how like maybe the sunscreen whole, the whole sunscreen like thing and the scare that we've had over UV radiation causing skin cancer has been a way overreaction to people not that, that has caused people to not get enough sun and not get enough vitamin D Mm. and stuff, which causes all these way worse and way more common, uh, health issues like, you know, uh, all the diseases that we have, like the diabetes and the, you know, well, you know, you do have a vitamin D deficiency. And the weird thing about you is that you do go outside a lot and you don't wear a lot of sunscreen. Yeah. And so you could probably just do with more being outside. I think so. But I think, yeah, I just, I guess it's easier there where it's just it's like easier. there's no reason not to be outside because it's comfortable. Even if it's raining, it's probably yeah. pretty comfortable. I think that's the thing I found. It was like I would be outside a lot more, especially the swimming. Yeah. For exercise. Um, just because it is comfortable. I mean, like I'm I'm a person that has a pretty bad aversion to like cold water. I don't really don't like to swim in cold water. Yeah. So it, that does kind of hold me back. Maybe with a wetsuit, but I don't know. I've never had a wetsuit, so I don't even know. It's a pain in the ass to put a wetsuit on and take it, it off is. and all this. Yeah. And it's a barrier. It's just more friction that causes you to be less likely to do it, you know? Yeah. Because it's just less comfortable. Yeah, that's true. But I've always thought that, hey, I like the winter. I like, you know, the, I like having seasons and all this stuff. But then I was like, you know, and maybe this would be different if, if I get the chance to like live the tropical lifestyle and I'm like, you know what? I really miss there being winter and spring Mm -hmm. and, you know, fall and stuff. But man, I would, I want to give it a shot and test that out because like being there, I'm like, dude, all, get on a plane and go visit like somewhere that has snow. Give me this, this tropical thing (laughs) most of the time and give me the other thing when I get to the, like, Oh, I really need to see the leaves turning 
right. you know, orange or whatever. Yeah. And I need to feel the frost on the pumpkin and the <laughs> and all this shit. It's like, I think, I think I need to give that a shot. Okay. I hear you. Yeah. I hear that. Yeah. Um, you were on this trip. You were like, so, so bear like though. Really? Like anytime anybody would mention something that had sugar in it. Whether it was fruit yeah. or shave ice or, you know, um, so, so it, you were just like, your eyeballs would get like really, really big. Like here, like, <laughs> you're like, you know, mouth would start watering like yeah. a fairy tale, you know? Yeah. We were walking around one of the days in Hilo and we got, we went into like this health food store and we got some drinks and stuff. You were like checking out some thrift shops. Yeah. Um, Morgan was waiting in the car. Hmm. You don't say. <laughs> Morgan did a lot of waiting. Yeah. Uh, in places where we were not on this trip. Mm. Uh, interesting. We'll have to discuss that when uh, Morgan uh, joins us for yeah. an episode someday. Yeah. Um, possibly, or maybe we won't. I don't know if I want to uh, get into that too much. Anyway, we got some stuff at the health food store, and then we're walking around. We see this candy shop, and we walk into this candy shop, and it like you. I open the door and like this, <laughs> <laughs> this wafting wave of like just diabetes air just like hit me right in the face. And I was like, oh no, like it was so sweet in there. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, I mean, I'm thinking about it right now. My mouth is watering. <laughs> <laughs> I actually managed to not get any candy there that time, at that time. But I did like a few days later. We did. We went back. I got yeah. an Abba Zabba. Oh man, we got some saltwater taffy. I mean, it wasn't like anything really special, but I think it's just the fact that it's so warm and it's so humid, uh-huh. or whatever, that like all the smells and the flavors <laughs> are just like in the hands. So it put me on bear high alert. Oh man, you were on bear high alert the whole time. But just eating, dude, papaya. I know. Yeah. It's your like new favorite. one tear is like yeah. going down my cheek. It's right your new now favorite fruit for papaya. Like I've I've eaten papaya before, and I really sure. like it. Well, well, but you hadn't had it like fresh, yeah. you know, ripe off the tree from the farmer's market. Yeah, for like three for two dollars or something like yeah. that. Yeah, it's like you can buy one Mexican papaya, the big one here, and it's like six bucks, uh-huh. and that's like you know you can get four servings out of it, basically, uh-huh. like fairly big servings. Yeah, and it's not that good. It's not, it's not that as good. good. Yeah. It's still okay. Well, but I mean, man, I felt my stomach, my digestive tract, everything felt so good. Yeah, I, I definitely that. could feel the difference in eating all the farmer's market fruit. Um, mm-hmm. It's funny because, like, when I was there before, I ate so much papaya that uh, it actually, like, put me off papaya for, like, 20 years. You, like, gorged. I did. Like, I've done that with different things. Because you, you were at your grandpa's and he yeah. had a papaya tree mm-hmm. or trees. Yep. So they had just a... A never-ending supply, yeah. You know, of papaya, and that's all we ate basically right. for every meal. Did we get? We got like one mango. Uh, yeah. They were sort of out of season. That's yeah. one regret. I could have done with some more mangoes. Right. I think you have to go in the uh, summer for that. Mm-hmm. Well, you know? We'll try that. Yeah, let's try that. Let's try that someday. Yeah. Yeah. It was um, it was fun revisiting the Kona side of the island and uh, kind of. Uh, Remembering being there as a kid, you know? Yeah. But definitely that's the touristy side of the island. And yeah. And it makes a lot of sense why my grandpa lived right there, you know? 
It was very white. But he also lived uh, really close to the harbor um, because he had that deep sea uh, charter fishing business and stuff. So and that's probably where you would go if you were trying to char- get charters. Yeah, absolutely. Get people to hire you to take you out. Right by the airport. So yeah, made a lot of sense. Um, yeah. But yeah, um, this was an this was a different experience, and I'm glad that we stayed in a different part. It was it was interesting to see it in a different way. Like when we went to the east side of the island when I was a kid, they just described that as the uh, the poor side. Mm-hmm. The poverty stricken side. Right. You know? Yeah. Which, I mean, to me, it's just like, this is just like the normal side. Man. Right. This is just like normal people like living their lives and yeah. stuff. Yeah. And like, that's where the macadamia nut farm was that we went to. I'm sure there are other ones. Well, that's where there. a lot of the agriculture is. Yeah. In fact, I was just looking for uh, how, how can I get papayas <laughs> <laughs> from Hawaii on the internet? There's a company that does that. You can get uh, 10 pounds of papaya for like 75 bucks Oof. shipped to you. Which I don't know. I might try that sometime. Um, but it's in their mailing address is Pahoa, which is like two miles away from where we were staying. Yeah. So same, same, same. So let me ask you this. With all of this beautiful tropical vacation experience, when you get back on the plane to come back home, you know, and you make that weird journey where you start your morning, you know, in the tropics. Super early. In the tropics, and you end your day in San Jose. Yeah. You know, so opposite land. My day didn't end in San Jose. <laughs> <laughs> do you know the way to San Jose? Uh, you end your day. I do know the way to San Jose. In Redding, California. Uh, how, how did that re-entry, uh, you know, where they you know, get your parachute out and uh, all that, how'd that go? You know what? It's It was pretty harsh, but also I feel like it's one of the better uh, times that I've handled re-entry and reintegrating from, to be honest, after like, you know, some sort of trip or vacation. Yeah. Cause I just think I'm in a more balanced place with most so. things or whatever. Yeah. And it just felt, I felt contented about the trip. I didn't feel at any, not, there weren't really any or many points on the trip where I was like, Oh, we got to do this. We got to do that. You know, like yeah. we're not getting this in. I, mm, I didn't feel mm-hmm. like, I just felt like relaxed man Mm -hmm. and like cool which is how you're supposed to feel and this was like our big trip for christmas and this was our big trip for my 40th birthday like almost a year ago and our 20th anniversary of our wedding yeah not of dating but of getting married right and so i don't know man like there could have been a lot of like baggage and like you know, like these needs to get this and that done or whatever, but I don't think we had that. And there were certainly some things that could have sent, set us off. Right. But I think we held, we kept a pretty even keel and I just really dug it. And I had these moments where I was like, okay, well at some point I'm going to get, I'm probably going to start to feel a little blue or bummed out about whatever. And it's like, okay, well when you do, I was like, I remember telling myself, okay, you're starting to feel that way. Just feel it. Don't try to avoid it. And then that just kind of let it go away. Mm-hmm. So all the pretending to meditate maybe is helping. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's funny. It's like um, this was an interesting reentry for me because instead of in the past where 
I re-enter uh, from a vacation or something, uh, you know, and I start, I have to jump back on the treadmill, you know, like 100% like yeah. hit the ground running the moment I return. I didn't have to do that. Yeah. It was well engineered. Yeah. That was way better. That made a big difference. That made a huge difference for yeah. me. Yeah. I could have engineered the reentry a little better, but even so, I was fine with it. I wasn't like yeah. bummed out the next morning after we got home at like, you know, twelve thirty. Right. And like getting a few hours of sleep and then having to get up and work. Like it wasn't I wasn't pissed. It wasn't off. that big of a deal. I was still happy. Yeah. I was still happy about the trip and that's like pretty rare for me. Yeah, true. So there yeah, there's something special about Hawaii. Check I it out, so. you guys. Uh I know. Nobody's probably ever told you about that. <laughs> You've never <laughs> thought about never going thought to about Hawaii. Hawaii. It is yeah. our 50th state if you happen to live stateside. So it's still America. You can feel <laughs> fine about that. Um, <laughs> there are lifted, uh, you know, uh, like GMC, Chevy, and Ford <laughs> trucks. <laughs> well, there's some conservatives that live on the big islands, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, it was a special trip. I'm really glad we went. I am and, too. Uh, yeah, thanks for thanks for sharing the time with me. Oh yeah, I mean, who else would I go with? Yeah. I mean, come on, my babe. Yeah, babes only. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this island is babes only. <laughs> so yeah, we will go back. We will, and I don't think it's gonna take that long. I hope not. Definitely not forty, almost forty-one years. Yeah, I really hope it's not 32 more years before I swim in the ocean again. Yeah, it won't be. Okay, good. We got the bug, man. Yeah. Yeah. Let's work this out. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, if I'm going to get the bug with somebody, babe, it's going to be with you. Oh, hallelujah, man. I love you, babe. Love you, too.